I had big dreams for myself when I started in November to hopefully be able to quit my job in the spring of this year. So that would be giving myself, you know, four to six months or so. So I really had that high expectation for myself. But in the back of my mind, there was that little voice that said like, okay, it might take a year. It might take two years, like slow down. But I really kind of like put my nose to the grindstone as much as I could and really kind of stuck to my little dream of being able to quit my nine to five soon. And I think that that's kind of what really propelled me to get as much work done as I could and reach out as much as I could and kind of spend any and all spare hours that I had putting my, you know, life into this business. So that really propelled me. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Welcome to this very special episode brought to you by my paid program, my signature course, The Dishing Up Digital School. To celebrate the recent relaunch of this program, which I love and adore and have spent two years building, I'm sitting down with some of my past students to chat with them about their journey, how they got started, how The Dishing Up Digital School has helped them where they are now, their biggest learnings, and really opening up with you all about their experience as a social media manager. Today's episode is an incredible one for those of you who are very early on in your journey. You're just getting started as a social media manager. Maybe you're feeling a bit lost or overwhelmed. Claire's story is just going to give you the biggest dose of inspiration. Claire joined the Dishing Up Digital School back in November of 2021, so actually only four months ago. And in that short amount of time, not only has she been able to launch her side hustle to book her first handful of clients, she has matched her corporate salary, guys. She is now earning, or actually out-earning, her corporate job through her social media management side hustle, which is incredible. So we had a really open chat about exactly how she did this, the kind of work going on behind the scenes to scale and grow this quickly. And yeah, this is a fantastic interview. I really hope you guys enjoy and let's dive in. So basically I started my social media management journey in about November of 2021. So about a few months now, and it was kind of a spontaneous decision. I kind of had a really bad meeting uh, with my manager at my nine to five job who just was not happy with the expectations that we had for my work and everything and had very unrealistic expectations for my work. And so that didn't go very well and kind of sparked this thought in my head of like, do I really want to be doing this for my whole life? You know, working under someone else's rule and doing everything that I can to make their job easier and making my job kind of as hard as possible to make that happen. So it kind of like quickly happened in my mind. And I was like, hold on. I had a friend that I had danced with a few years prior who I kept seeing on social media. And she was starting a social media management journey of her own where she was freelancing and working with clients. And so I saw her post while I was scrolling through Facebook or yeah, Facebook one day. And I was like, maybe that's something I can do. And so I reached out to her and asked a little bit more. And then 
I was like, okay, I can actually really take this on is at least a little side hustle. Worst thing that happens is I get a little bit more experience in social media. And so I, yeah, started looking into kind of programs and courses that I could take that would help me gain some actual practical knowledge along the way. And I came across yours and that's kind of where I got started. (laughs) I know it was awesome. Um, that's where I first got started. And so I took your course and now I'm taking a few other courses as well. And then a few part-time like, um, actual university courses too, uh, like copywriting and graphic design and stuff. And now I'm about four months into my social media management kind of freelance. And I still have my nine to five job right now. That's another discussion, but yeah, I've kind of been able to take it on full time as well, which is crazy. Uh, in the span of about a month, I got my first client a month ago and now I don't think I can take any more at the moment. So that's been an insanely awesome and quick and kind of exponential journey for myself. Um, and that's where I am today. So I've got quite a few clients and I manage their social medias, different channels like Instagram and Facebook and all that. And it's been such a blast and so many learning curves have come up along the way. So it's been awesome. I love that. And that's crazy when you said it all started in November, 2021, cause I was kind of like in my head doing the math, like, wait, that was so recent. Like it's all happened so quickly. Did you expect for things to take off this, this fast, or has it been a little bit of a roller coaster of surprises for you? You know what? A little bit of both. I had big dreams for myself when I started in November to hopefully be able to quit my job in the spring of this year. So that would be giving myself, you know, four to six months or so. So I really had that high expectation for myself, but in the back of my mind, there was that little voice that said like, okay, it might take a year. It might take two years, like slow down. But I really kind of like put my nose to the grindstone as much as I could and really kind of stuck to my little dream of being able to quit my nine to five soon. And I think that that's kind of what really propelled me to get as much work done as I could and reach out as much as I could and kind of spend any and all spare hours that I had putting my, you know, life into this business. So that really propelled me. Um, but it was definitely a bit of a shock to see how quickly my traction was coming up. The first three months were slow. And then the last month has just been a bit of a skyrocket. So it's been kind of insane. <laughs> Yeah. That brings me back so much to when I first started my journey as well. Cause it was similar. Like I tried so many side hustles and similar to you, I was like, I'm so over my job. I just need a way out. And I was like, oh, I'll give this social media management thing, a, you know, a, a go. And you don't realize actually how in demand this industry is and how quickly, you know, it's not like a corporate job where you have to, you know, spend time, you know, 10 years to go up the ladder. It's, it's something that can take off really fast, which is awesome. And of course you still have your full-time job at the moment. How many clients are you juggling and how are you managing to, you know, do the side hustle and the full-time gig at the same time? Cause I get this question all the time from people. So I think it'd be great to pick your brain of someone who's actually in it. Like, how are you managing these things? How are you not, you know, a little bit dead inside from all of this work? <laughs> it's definitely a struggle. It was a huge learning curve at first, especially because it did come on so quickly. I kind of had to learn all the tools that I had in my possession and everything that I could do under my control to best plan and, you know, accommodate my time. I'd say the biggest thing that I've really learned is just planning ahead. <laughs> time management has been huge. I, so I still do work from 9.30 to 5.30, Tuesday to Friday. It's kind of like, a, it's a nine to five job, but it's not exactly nine to five. 
And so in that, I have a little bit of breaks in the day, you know, 10 minutes here and there. Um, so I use those really wisely. You know, if I need to hop on and do some engagement for a client, I use that to kind of get that done and everything. And then I also just make sure that like Sundays and Mondays that are my weekends, I do as much planning ahead as I can. So I basically go through the week ahead and plan all the content, try to aim for two weeks ahead for a lot of my clients, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Um, (laughs) I can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a little tricky. Yeah, so I try to plan as much content in advance as I can and schedule it if I can using different apps uh, so that I don't have to be actually online during the times. And I think that's something that you kind of taught me in this Dishing Up Digital School. So that was super helpful to learn as well, like the different ways that you can plan content and schedule it so that you don't have to always be there right in the minute and in the moment and everything. So that's been a huge time saver. And then using my evenings really wisely too, like not expecting too much of myself Because obviously, you know, sometimes I wake up in the mornings and I think, oh, I have from 530 onwards every night to work all on my clients. But then, you know, there's dinner and then you have to cook and you might want to go get exercise or walk around or see friends. And so having actual realistic expectations for myself has been huge, too, because I don't want to kind of overshoot and then get really disappointed if I don't, you know, get as much done as I'd hoped for. Um, and then it's a bonus if I get even more done during those evening times. So just kind of planning out my time in advance has been a huge help for that. I love that. And one of the questions I always love to ask the nice, cheesy, positive question, what has been the best part of this experience so far as a social media manager? What's your favorite part of building this business or the role itself? Oh my goodness. I mean, you can't beat the freedom that comes with being your own boss. I mean, yeah, there's so much that you're tied to and kind of strung onto when you work for someone else, if that's a nine to five job or multiple part-time jobs. And that was the biggest interest to me is like, you know, I only had two whole weeks of actual vacations um, in the year. And since I work in an office, I can't even like keep working and work on my computer or anything like that. So having, you know, the freedom and the flexibility to, you know, manage my time on my own terms and take a week to go to Hawaii if I want to or something and still bring my laptop if I need to work during those hours and stuff and still put the time in, but just having the freedom and the flexibility and also not having a cap on my income. It's been awesome. I don't have to ask anyone for a raise. You know, I can um, talk with my clients and raise my prices when it's, you know, time to do that and everything, but I can always take on more clients if I feel like I have the headspace and the flexibility to do that. And if that's the case, then even more income. So just the freedom and flexibility overall has been such a dream and something that I never really considered would be a possibility growing up as a career for myself. And so it's been really awesome to kind of see that really come to fruition. Oh, I love that. That like speaks to my soul so much. (laughs) I felt like being like, yes, every time you were speaking, that's so good. And let's touch on the, the, the corporate job. Do you have a game plan for leaving yet? Or do you feel comfortable leaving yet? I know we had a little bit of a chat over the DMs about this the other week. Yes. Oh my goodness. So I have a little bit of a game plan. I want to make sure that I'm really secure as much as possible in my own business before I leave it. So that's kind of a big goal of mine. And I think that it was, it was a big kind of learning curve and 
scary decision to be able to like want to eventually leave my security of a full-time job um, and pursue my business full-time. So I think what's kind of really helped for me is the idea of having a wait list of clients that want to work with me that, mm -hmm. you know, if for some reason things with one of my current clients doesn't work out or maybe their budget falls through and they can't afford to keep going, then I can have a kind of backlist of people that have reached out to me in the past that might be interested as well. And then also another thing that I've kind of heard um, from different people as well is having like longer contracts because I've kind of I've so far just been contracted for like a month or so with my clients. And so having kind of maybe like a discount, like a 10% discount or so, if, you know, a client wants to stick around for six weeks or, or six weeks, six months or something and kind of stick around a little bit longer, that's kind of something I want to take into consideration as well in my future clients before I really leave the full-time job. But I think, oh my goodness, well, I started my um, full-time job. It's the first full-time job I've ever had kind of out of university. And so I started that last April and I think it would kind of be mean in my head to leave a, like less than a year in the company. So I'm trying to stick it out until April, end of April of this year. And then I'm going to kind of call it quits. And I'm thinking too, because I am a communications coordinator there. So part of what I do is run their social media. And I think what I might do to make it a little bit easier on them, since they are kind of short staffed, is maybe offer one of my packages to them so that they don't have to worry about, you know, getting someone else to do the social medias. And that would be a lower price for them and less time for me. So it would kind of be a win-win. So that's what I'm hoping they might take into consideration. What do you think has been the biggest struggle for you throughout this journey of starting your side hustle? What's been the biggest roadblock? What's been something that has been a bit up and down or has really challenged you? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I think there have been a few kind of noticeable ones. The first one being just time management in general. I've got it a little bit more underhand now, as we kind of touched on earlier, but at the beginning, just, you know, even a month ago when I was getting my first few clients on, I think I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. And so, especially given that, you know, I still had a nine to five commitment um, and I didn't have every day, all day to spend on these clients. And I was offering big packages to them that I, that would kind of consist of a lot of my time. And so there were a lot of very late nights um, and then very early mornings because I couldn't sleep in. And so that was kind of a big learning curve and roadblock along the way. But I think it's been wonderful, but also a very hard thing to now say no to clients that are inquiring. It's great to, you know, be able to have so much on my plate that I can actually say no, and I'm not reaching out for clients desperately. But at the same time, it's, you know, it sucks because I want to take them on. And a lot of them are really cool and interesting companies. So, you know, I'd want to work with them in the future. And I, I hope that they do find a social media manager in the meantime that can, you know, help assist their needs, but I also want to work with them. So that's been challenging. <laughs> For sure. And then I think another one is just communication with my clients. Um, you know, I really did kind of jump right into my first bunch of clients and I didn't have, you know, all of the communication tools that I had hoped to kind of have underway. And I think that's how it goes probably for a lot of people who are starting, you know, an entrepreneurship, they kind of jump right into it and they learn along the way, you know, there's not a lot of you know, knowledge that you can really take in to prepare beforehand. It's a lot of learning as you go. And that's something I expected, but I also maybe had some unrealistic expectations of how well it would go. <laughs> and so there's definitely been, you know, learning opportunities and miscommunications and, you know, stress 
like stress nights and bad phone calls. And that's kind of all part of the game, but it's, I mean, it's all led me to a really great place now. And those times have, you know, given me even more knowledge that I can share now. So it's kind of been a really great learning tool, but it's not so great in the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In the moment it is very uh, stressful. I can definitely relate to that one. I think one of the key things that you really sort of mentioned there is, is just kind of throwing yourself in there and learning as you go. Cause I always say like, you learn the most by doing, you learn the most by bringing on a client and finding those holes in your packages or finding out like, whoa, I completely undercharged this or, Hey, I actually do need some kind of tool to communicate with people because, you know, they need to get in touch or I miss their Instagram DM. I used to start out or I started out using Facebook messenger. Like I would literally just Facebook message clients and send them links and stuff. And like, probably even send each other passwords across there, which was terrible, (laughs) but it's funny. You just don't, you don't know until, until you give it a try. Yeah. Next question. Oh, this is one that I always really love to pick people's brains on. Did you have any experience coming into social media management? It's it's a huge question. People always come to me with that fear that they don't have enough experience. They don't have a marketing degree or qualification, or they think they need to get some you know, tick in the box with a Facebook course or anything like that. Can you speak a little bit about your experience and what you think of that now that you are four or five months into this journey? Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, I, so I have a degree in communications. I spent, you know, the whole four years, the whole shebang doing my undergrad. And I mean, in my defense during that time, I thought that my life would go a lot differently. I thought that I always wanted to work in a nine to five office job doing communications for a company. So that might've been a little bit of what led me astray in those four years of learning. But what I'm doing now, (laughs) nothing, like not a single piece of information was really useful from my undergrad, if I'm being honest. I think that the biggest amount of experience that you can really get is just actually going through social media, going through analytics, teaching yourself, you know, learning from other people, because a lot of what I did in university and all those years spent, you know, studying and doing reports and assignments and essays, it was just a lot of like public relations. And I don't know, I never really took anything in like copywriting or in graphic design or anything that would have actually been helpful for social media specifically. And so I think that, you know, there are courses out there that you can take that might help you. But I think a lot of it is just learning as you go and learning from other people and taking in as much information as you can. But in terms of what best prepared me for this, something like the dishing up digital school, you know, that's what really taught me about like how to price myself, how to make my packages, how to communicate with clients and how to reach out to them. That's nothing that, you know, you can learn from university. It just doesn't really, it's not really taught in there as an option. So I would say that, you know, to anyone just listening to that wants to get started in social media management, you do not have to have any kind of qualifications, just, you know, get yourself familiarized with social media and the different platforms. If you want to, you know, get into TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or whatever that is, just kind of get nitty gritty and post some things and see how your hashtags do and see what posts, you know, do better than others. And like, look at, you know, your friends posts too, see how they're doing. Um, and so just kind of learning in actual Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or something itself, it's been super beneficial to me, but yeah, I would say, you know, the whole undergrad degree thing is a little bit overrated for, um, for a job like this, I would say. 
Yeah, definitely. I don't know about you, but I've never had a client be like, oh, can I see your university qualifications? (laughs) Or what college did you go to? I've never had someone ask me that question. Um, Let's take it back to getting that first client then when you were coming to quite fresh on the table, didn't have a huge amount of experience, just had your degree, which probably could have been a little bit comforting. But how did you go about getting your first few clients? Yeah, it was, oh my goodness, so much reaching out. (laughs) I spent you know, tons and tons of time crafting the perfect email and everything and reaching out to people. And of course, I think, you know, I've probably at this point in the last few months, just, you know, maybe sent out about 200 to 250 emails, um, just as like old pitches. Yeah, it's been a lot. (laughs) Um, You know, I made a template, though, it wasn't that much effort. But it was, you know, it was a lot of work. And so I I really put my nose to the grindstone there and just reached out to as many people as I could. And, you know, reached out to different people through well, emails was a big one, as I said, Facebook um, messaging, um, Instagram DMs, and then sometimes some different clients had, you know, they didn't have their email or anything, but they had a little message board on their website. So I would kind of contact them through there. And then I also found it really useful to use like Facebook groups too. So I would find like local groups because that's kind of where I wanted to start was just like local small businesses that were near me. And so I kind of posted on a lot of Vancouver small business accounts um, and groups and things like that. And, you know, said, hey, this is, you know, a little blurb. I said, hey, this is me. This is what I offer. If anyone kind of wants to work with me, that would be great. And so that is how my first client found me. Um, They were a local travel agency. It was very interesting to work with my first client who was a travel agency in the pandemic. That was a little bit, you know, tricky Mm. and interesting to navigate content for them. And yeah, I created, you know, about a month or two months worth of content for them um, and help them figure out planning tools like Planoly we use together because they did not know how to do that um, and just kind of give them all the resources. And then they kind of wanted to figure it out themselves after that. But it was a really great learning experience. Um, I was also interesting because I, you know, had in mind that I wanted to work with like very specific niches. And then, of course, as soon as you're starting, you know, you have that niche in mind and you're maybe targeting them, but you also want to take on anything that you can get. So travel agencies was a little bit outside of my niche that I was kind of planning for, but it was so much fun and it made me really miss traveling in Hawaii. And now I'm, you know, like going to Hawaii suit. So it, it all worked out in the end, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. And I honestly feel like a proud mom listening to you talk then. I was like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. Two, over 200 pitches. That is such commitment. And now see that totally explains how you've been able to build this in just four months, that dedication, because I've had so many students who've come to me being like, I can't get a client. No one's saying yes. And I'll be like, how many emails have you sent? 10. And I'm like, send more. <laughs> And did you ever have a point when you were sending those pitches that you felt like giving up, like you were trying to get those first, you know, that first handful of clients across the line? Did you ever feel like, oh, this isn't worth it? Oh, yeah. Many times. I think, you know, I had an expectation that, you know, I I knew it was going to be tricky, but I didn't think that it was going to be as tricky as it was to get my first, you know, few clients. And granted, it didn't take me that long, very fortunate about that, but it was still a lot of dedication and hard work and so many emails and messages and everything that just totally fell through. And it's frustrating when you spend, you know, maybe half an hour crafting a really unique and specialized message to someone and you just know that it ended up in their spam folder or, you know, they deleted it right away because they saw 
you know, that someone that wants to promote their own work and, you know, sometimes we don't like getting them. So we just swipe on it. So yeah, it was, it was definitely tricky and frustrating to kind of get started. But then as soon as, you know, I got my first few clients, it just felt so relieving and it just was the best feeling ever to be like, okay, this is working out. It's, you know, it's pulling itself off and everything. So it, it was a good feeling in the end, but oh my goodness, there were so many times where I thought it's not worth it. I don't want to do this. I just want the safety of my nine to five job and that's great. And yeah, not fun. <laughs> How does it feel now then? Cause I think you mentioned in your Instagram message to me that you have matched your salary or you were close to matching. Yeah. Amazing. And how does it feel now then being in this place where you're making epic money, you've got awesome clients, you have people you're turning down. How does it feel to now look back on that Claire four months ago who was like, oh my gosh, this is too hard. What am I doing? Oh my goodness. I mean, I wish I could just like go and give her a little pat on the back and be like, it's okay. Like you've got this, just push through and you'll get there. Um, You know, you never know how long it's going to take, but I, I mean, I can always guarantee that if you put in the work and stuff, it's going to work out eventually. And yeah, it's very exciting. Thank you. Yeah, I did. Um, I surpassed my income now. So that's very Oh my fun. gosh. Um, can we just... I know. Awesome. <laughs> I hope you poured you. yourself some champagne or some kombucha, oh, whatever is your vibe when that happens. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome. And it feels so great now to be able to know that, you know, that money is kind of going into some savings and stuff so that I can keep this nine to five job along the way for, you know, a little bit longer so I can build that up and have it as a security bank in case, you know, anything, you know, goes rough in the next little while once I really start to take it on full time. So having that knowledge is really awesome. And just, you know, it's, it's also a lot of imposter syndrome when you start, I find like me four months ago was just, you know, I started and I started really confidently, but then as soon as I was sending out all those emails and nothing was coming back, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not good at this at all. I don't know what I'm talking about. Why would I think that I can manage someone else's social media? And then that happened again too, when I did get my first few clients, because, you know, sometimes I would post things for them and they wouldn't perform well, or, you know, I'd consistently post things for a week and they wouldn't do well. And it was a lot of like, oh my goodness, how am I going to make this better for them? How am I going to make it worth their money? And, you know, I'm putting so much time into this. And so it's a big learning curve overall. And it's just like, you're never done learning, especially with social media that changes so much. So yeah, there was a lot of imposter syndrome and it's been like a great challenge along the way, but I'm just, I'm so like thankful and proud of myself for where I am today. And I also don't think that it would have been possible without, you know, a course like yours. So I was just, I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Oh, that's a great segue because I wanted to ask your thoughts on the Dishing Out Digital School. How has this program helped you? How has this changed your life? Oh my goodness. Well, like I said earlier, it was the first course that I'd ever taken on social media management. I found you on Instagram just through like, you know, social media manager hashtags and social media courses and stuff. And so I was immediately drawn to like your feed and your presentation. You just looked very professional and you looked like you clearly knew what you were doing, which you obviously did. And so, yeah, I immediately, (laughs) I called my mom right away because I was like, okay, I found this girl. She has this really awesome course. I don't have the money to take it, but like help me out. And so my mom, lovely woman was like, yes, 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 I got you. And now, of course, I can pay her back, which is awesome because I made my money now. (laughs) 
And so, yeah, it was really like an inspiring thing to see that someone like yourself had started and done this so successfully. And I know that you started in a nine to five job too. And, you know, that was kind of your whole journey too. And I was like, I want to be like her. So I really dove into it um, full force. I think I finished Well, I think when I actually got into the course, there were two modules that hadn't been posted yet, but I think there were, how many are there in total? 11 or so? Yeah. 10, 10, 11 at the moment. 10, 11 modules. Yeah. So I think when I started, there were maybe nine modules and I blew through them in a week. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's got to be a record. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I was so determined. I put you on like two times speed for all the videos and was like typing down all the notes that I could and writing down messages and stuff for myself. And I just blasted through as quickly as I could. And I was doing all the journals. So I think that that you had a lot of information that was so useful and it was so easy to kind of take into because it was that video format. It wasn't, you know, something that I had to read through or anything that kind of reminded me too much of school and stuff that, you know, you don't really want to get yourself through. But it's kind of entertaining. You know, I could sit down with like a glass of wine or something and watch your courses and take all the notes. So, yeah, it, oh my goodness, just helped me so much and just taught me everything that I needed to know before getting into social media management, like expectations to have for myself and boundaries to set with clients and how to price myself and how to make my packages. Those were all things that I just had no idea how to get started on. Um, And so being able to, you know, listen to you and then just even a few weeks in feeling like, okay, I've got this, I can really get started and seeing all your templates, like how you, you know, emailed clients, like how you reached out to them in the first place. I took a lot of information from that. Um, And so it was just like, it was such an amazing experience and yeah, having the Facebook group to go along with it too, to kind of message and reach out with other people as well that were also on the same journey as me um, and kind of having that support system was super, super helpful. Um, So I think that, I mean, overall, it was just such an incredible experience and I would take it a million times over again if I could. so happy I'm like sitting here like am I blushing (laughs) that makes me so happy that's exactly why I created this course like a lot of people do ask me particularly like family members they're like Ellen why are you creating a course for your competition like these people are going to steal your clients and steal your money and they're like whoa this is a really weird you know business setup and I'm just so passionate about seeing people like you coming from their unhappy place to finding this passion and this excitement and being their own boss. That is what absolutely makes my day. Like, I'll be honest, I've been sitting here. It's four o'clock in the afternoon here in New Zealand. I've just been doing client posts, editing reels, like chugging through content at my desk in my little bubble today. And to come out and to chat to you has absolutely made my day, made my week. And yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much for making the time to chat. I could probably pick your brain for another hour, but I won't do that, (laughs) particularly because my podcast editor will kill me if I send her like 90 minutes of footage. (laughs) (laughs) But to wrap it up, where can people find you? Where can they follow you on your business journey? Oh my goodness. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at Claire's social strategy. Um, that's also my website, www.clairesocialstrategy.com. If you ever want to reach out, um, I have a Facebook page as well. Claire's social strategy, surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, you can find me on kind of any of those channels and I'm always happy to chat with other social media managers or if, you know, any client wants to work with me, you know where to find me. <laughs> I love that. Thank you again so much, Claire, for making the time to chat. And I look forward to getting that message when you leave your job. 
and also getting the message when you're hitting that 10k month, that 15k month, that 20k month, because I know all of that stuff is in your future. Yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Ellen. I always appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Claire. Do you dream of a job that gives you more freedom, flexibility, and money, but with less hours? Are you tired of commuting, dark offices and cubicles, and crossing your fingers when you put through that one annual leave request a year? The Dishing Up Digital School is the ultimate course for new and aspiring social media managers who are ready to spread their wings and go out into the exciting world of self-employment and become their own boss. In this course, we discuss everything from how to get started, how to price your services, how to book that first client, all the way through to content creation, how to manage multiple accounts, how to come up with ideas, how to create reels for clients. Everything under the sun is in this course. We even dive into some of the boring but necessary things like contracts, invoicing, and accounting. This month, I have just relaunched the course with some exciting new additions and new modules. And at the end of March, the price is going up. In fact, we're almost doubling the price of the course. So if you have been thinking about joining the Dishing Up Digital School, now is the time. It is time to believe in yourself, to take the leap, and start your dream career as a social media manager.